If your job is on life support, you need the job doctor. My brain is a walking database of thousands of case studies on how careers rise and fall. I'll help you diagnose what's really going on. It's the guidance you need to get back on track from someone who's been there. You can make the money you always wanted to make, doing the type of work you have always wanted to do. You may just need a little help from the job doctor. Hello, everybody. This is the job doctor. The doctor is in. Who do I have on the phone today? Hey, my name's Seth, calling from Utah. Ah, Seth, you uh, have a question for me today. Tell me what's on your mind. Yeah, so I'm currently in school at the University of Utah, and uh, I've been putting out like applications for like internships and jobs and stuff, and I actually got a, a strike on one of the jobs I put an application into, and it's actually at a law firm. Even though I don't have any law experience, they want me to do their like business development, business admin stuff at their firm. And I, I think I can do it for sure. I just, uh, they gave me an offer and I, they wanted to set up a meeting and stuff like that about pay and whatnot. But they already gave me a soft offer on pay. I just don't know if that's going to be good enough since I'll be, you know, it's like a cost benefit analysis. Should I stay in school, make more money later or take it now and buy up now? Okay, let's talk about this for a minute. I love talking with young people because we can get you pointed the right direction. So what industry is this, Seth? So it's it's the law, like law industry. So, um, you know, with any business or any, you know, anything like a lawyer, dentist, anything like that. Okay. Um, from what I've read, from what I've read, it's like they they don't manage money that well or they don't really do great business. Decisions. Mm-hmm. They, but they, you know, they do their industry really well of, of like, you know, doing dentistry or okay. doing law or whatever. So they just want to help me to manage basically their growth. And that was my next question is what they wanted to have you do. So you feel pretty comfortable that you know how to help reach these people then. This is a job you think you can do and it's in your field of study, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I do feel comfortable. It's, not necessarily something that I thought I'd ever do, but mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things where I'm a confident person, and if someone puts a task in front of me, I'm pretty dang confident that I'll be able to conquer it. Okay. So, Seth, if you wouldn't mind, share with me some of the specifics of the job. What are they offering you in, in pay? So, the original offer is sixty thousand a year, mm-hmm. just straight out, um, but I would have to move to Alaska, which that's going to be expensive. Yep. And this is like my first real big job, not just a, not just like a summer job. Yeah. So I want to make sure I kind of not necessarily squeeze the life out of this opportunity, but I want to get the most bang for my buck if I'm going to have to up and move to another state. Are they offering a bonus? Any bonus potential for you at all? They haven't discussed bonus potential. They just have said that I'll have a lot of room to grow since they are one of the up and coming largest law firms in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And are they offering you anything to move? Is that in the offer at all? 
Uh, it hasn't been discussed. I think that may be something I want to discuss in the meeting that we do mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days. But if they could give me like a, you know, an, a sign-on bonus or something that like I could take to move mm-hmm. okay. all my, maybe drive or fly or ship or whatever. Sure. But one of my biggest concerns is, since this is my first job, I don't know if I have like the the ability or the, you know, the, I don't know, the rights, I guess. It kind of feels weird, but uh, to negotiate, you know, my pay mm-hmm. any larger than like that 60000 or whatever. Okay. You've got a lot of good questions here, and I'm going to start at the beginning here. Uh, first question is, yes, you can negotiate and you should because companies are expecting it. When they lob you that first soft offer, that is nothing more than an invitation to you to ask more questions and to, to kind of set the bar and see where you're, where you're at with the offer. So yes, you should negotiate. I would never take an offer to move that far away without some kind of help and money to help me get there. So that's the other thing. Uh, I think you could ask for it in terms of a, like a, a sign-on bonus. That might be a way to do it. Or if you want to avoid the tax penalty that comes with that, because when they give you a sign-on bonus, you're taxed on that money, uh. right? You could ask for them to actually reimburse actual expenses up to a certain amount and thereby save yourself about 25% on taxes. And wow. yeah, so that's another way to do it. Uh, I would... I would go in asking for more specificity around your bonus as well. And this is why room to grow is a phrase that gives you hope, but gives you nothing on a piece of paper. And there isn't an offer until it's in writing. I mean, that's one of my commandments. One of my big commandments, career commandments, which some of you that listen are familiar with is if it isn't in writing, it didn't exist. And so you've got to do that. So I think what I would do is I would go back to them. Uh, I would look up what typical jobs pay in this arena. And knowing that the cost of living in, in Alaska is higher, I would bump that up. I'm going to guess it's around 75K. Have you done any research on this to look at what the cost of living differential is? I have done a brief look into it. And it said that uh, something around 30 to 40% inflation is basically 30 to 40 percent higher cost of living than living in the United States, like lower 48 or even Utah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. From, from my memory, I would say, yeah, I would say that a minimum 75 K maybe 80, even you could ask for, I think on the bonus, the way you want to frame that is I am wired to be tightly aligned to the company winning. And I hope that's a win for you as well. And what I'd really like to do is structure a bonus that when the company wins, I also get a piece of the pie. Companies like when you want to win with them and they like giving out money when they know that they also get something in return. So room to grow is not a bonus. You may want to uh, throw that out there and ask for their ideas first because they know how they're structured better. But I would ask for that and I would say I'd like it to be measured quarterly rather than annually. Annually is where they, de- where they kind of de facto go, but quarterly allows you to measure by quarter, which is what they're measuring as a business. And it's going to give you that little carrot that's dangled. Really, 
in a short-term way that kind of appeals to you as a millennial. So that's the second thing I would do on that bonus. Um, does that sound yeah. like something you could do? Yeah, I think that's a really good start uh, for sure. That's really helpful. All right. So here's how I want you to phrase it. I want you to call them back and then I want you to call the show back. I want you to say, hey, I love this offer. I'm very enthusiastic. I'm excited about the potential of working here, what it can do for my career. One of my concerns is the cost of living differential. And I think the base pay is too low. Here's some research that I've done, not only on the cost of living differential, but on what this job pays. I think 80K is more likely what it's going to be or whatever you end up learning. Secondly, on the bonus, I'd really like to be aligned to you winning. And I'd like it to be in a way that's very concrete and black and white because you're going to get my best you're going to get my best work when I know clearly how to win. And I'd love for it to be quarterly that matches with how you're doing your financial reports. And that will be a big motivator to me. And lastly, I don't think I should move on my dime. I don't think that's fair to ask of me. And uh, I would like just to structure into the offer uh, the cost to move. I can just tell you, Seth, it's going to be about 15000 for a college person like yourself. And you can either say wow. against receipts or you can say in a sign-on bonus. I think, I think that's, that's the way that you create the rationale. And then, again, reinforce, here's why I think I'm a good fit for this. You might even consider, Seth, asking them to pay a little bit for your education, continuing education, and connect it to how it will help you do better and help them drive more business. And that way you can complete your education at the same time. So that's just one more thought to throw in. I, I really like that. I just had a thought just to kind of follow up with the, the pay structure or whatever, because it is like, you know, I am going to be starting if I take this job. Um, the economy right now is kind of wonky. Yes. And what do I say about like, cause I know some companies, they do like a 4% increase on their pay, mm-hmm. you know, every year, stuff like that. But in the last year, inflation's gone up about 10%. And I don't know if like my wages and my mm-hmm. value will be undervalued, uh, right. you know, in a year from now. Oh, such a good question. It depends. My answer is de- it depends on the bonus. I would take as a young professional, a rich bonus structure all day long over base pay. A, it's easier to get across the finish line because one of the things a company will do with pay is they like to pay for results. They don't like to pay for results that they don't know they get. So it's easier to get a bonus across the finish line. And you can usually create very rich bonus plans for yourself if you're just taking a portion or a cut of the overall business. They win, you win. This is how boards structure uh, pay packages with their executives. I call it an if-then proposal. If I do this, then I get that. So I'd go for the bonus over the base. That said, make sure you've done some research on the base and you should start to see the best way to see what companies are paying today for your job. Start to look on some of the job boards like uh, Career Builder or uh, ZipRecruiter and find the jobs that match what they're asking you to do here as close as possible and see what they're saying the pay range is. That's how you're going to get the most current best information on what to ask for. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that really is good. Okay, great. great. So Seth, you know, best of luck. It sounds to me like you've got a great opportunity, at least the basis for a really good conversation as a first job out of the gate. 
and I'm really anxious to see how it turns out. Will you promise to call back the show? I really want to hear how this turns out. Yeah, I totally will. I took uh, I actually took a lot of good notes as we were doing this, and I'm I'm excited to kind of have this conversation because I I feel like I'm like a like a well conditioned boxer going into the ring now. That's great. That's great. Yeah, you can do this. I know it's the first time, but just have no fear. Practice it in front of a mirror if you have to until it feels more natural coming off the tongue. And, you know, you want to sound confident in your request. But really the key to these things is making sure they have rationale. And what we just talked about, there's rationale around everything. Cost of living adjustments, uh, pay for performance, um, don't make me move myself. I want to win when the company wins. These are all fantastic arguments that I think will get you over the finish line. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll for sure call back in. Thank All you right. so much. Thanks, Seth. Hey, everyone. Just as we were about to publish this, Seth got back in touch with us, and we get to hear the end of the story, which isn't always the case on The Job Doctor. So I have Seth with us right now. Seth, tell us how the story ended up. So I had my call with them uh, a few days ago or last week, whatever it was. And uh, we were able to agree, you know, after kind of shooting some offers back and forth, we agreed that I would take $70,000 a year and they would reimburse my moving expenses up to 5000 since Utah to Alaska. Um, I was, I just decided that I would drive and then they would cover all the costs of all that. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Along with that, they agreed to do some continued education uh, for me for uh, about two years. So about four semesters of school um, after, was it one and a half or two years of being working with them? Mm -hmm. Um, And then they, they also just informed me that they're going to be starting a 401k program at their firm for me to uh, enroll in. So that will help, you know, with my, my offer, I guess that was like a little added bonus, I guess. Cha-ching. Okay. I'm adding this up. Basically, Seth, our, our short 15 minute phone call yielded you about 20 grand a year. Uh, I would say so far. Yeah. (laughs) I would call that a win. I would call that a win all day long. And if I had a bell, I would be ringing it right now. Congratulations, Seth. That's fantastic. And um, I just, I wish you the best for this. This is fantastic. Congratulations on your first real career job. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I honestly, I didn't realize that I could have, you know, such a successful first negotiation of a job by just, you know, talking to someone who knows what they're doing or talking about. (laughs) Well, you know what? Ask and ye shall receive. You know, one of my career commandments is money goes to those who ask, not to those who wait. And you did a really, really good job of uh, taking a deep breath and asking for what you wanted. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We just finished hearing what happened when you can negotiate pay, when you, when you ask for what you want in a negotiation with a company even when you are a young first career person. And, you know, you should negotiate your pay regardless of whether it's your first job or your 20th job. It's just really important to you. In fact, I'm going to leave you with one statistic. At Seth's age, you know, right out of college, a $5,000 differential in pay 
actually adds up to over almost 300000 in actual dollars at the end of your lifetime in earnings. And if you actually take that difference in pay and in, in invest the difference, that could be millions, literally almost $2 million to you. That one $5,000 negotiation at the beginning of your career. So unless you want to tell me that uh, you don't want a million dollars in lifetime earnings, in, an increase in lifetime earnings, then don't tell me that you can't negotiate or that it's too hard to negotiate your pay. Thanks everybody for joining today and we will catch you again next week. Thank you for joining the job doctor. If you like my podcast, you will absolutely love my book. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success, Navigating Pay, Promotions, and Power at Work. I wrote it because I could see that people didn't understand why some people got ahead and some people's career stayed stagnant. So if you're interested in building a more frictionless career path for yourself and having a better experience with work, this is a book that you need to have. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success. You can buy it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or go to my website at thejobdoctor.com.